Hello and welcome to the Cut in the Dry here on TLG Radio. Today we're talking about the postmodern world constructed on daydreams and fantasies. I'm your host, Kip Mock, here with my co-host, Isaac Lopez. And Isaac's got just a couple of housekeeping things that we want to that he wants to bring up. So. Yeah, just right at the beginning, right off, if you are looking to help out the radio channel, and specifically the Cut in the Dry and the Straight in the Narrow, leave a five-star review on Apple or Google Podcasts. Uh, give us a follow wherever you listen on TL- to TLG Radio, so maybe on Spotify you can't give us a five-star review, but you can follow the podcast, and those statistics help us stay uh Stay at the top. Um, now, also, you can join the Life Given Radio Conversation Facebook group uh, to get more involved. And then if you want to get even more involved, specifically in this uh, show, join our Discord channel. And we'll keep coming back to that. But we really want to do more with that as time goes on. Um, and we, we are excited with the potential uh, possibilities of being able to converse with you all. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, uh, we're just going to chat a little bit about a topic that we've discussed briefly in passing on mm-hmm. on a couple of prior shows but we wanted to spend some time discussing this in a little bit more depth because i th- we think it's really important for young men uh in in our generation and you know in in roughly the 15 to 25 yeah. year old age bracket it's uh the, the things we're going to talk about are are huge temptations and huge stumbling blocks uh practically speaking mm-hmm. for how you live your life. So right. what what we mean by the postmodern world constructed on daydreams and fantasies are and we're we're gonna give you a few examples and we'll probably chat about them specifically as we go through. Yeah. But we're talking about um secular solutions to real needs that human mm-hmm. beings have yeah. that are not uh are either sinful or mm-hmm. just simply not real. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about things like video games, uh, some aspects of social media, political and marketing emails, pornography, mm-hmm. um, things of this nature. And obviously, we're talking about a broad range of things. Right. Some of these things are <laughs> serious sin issues. Yeah. Some of these things are just uh, potential stumbling blocks. Mm-hmm. And some of them are just things that you ought to be aware of, but they all fall under this umbrella of a false reality. Yeah. Um, and I think we talked about this actually on our, on our second or third show, just near the, just near the end in Mm -hmm. one of our toilet talk tips, uh, back when we were still being consistent and (laughs) actually having a a show format. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanks to me. That doesn't happen. So, um, so we talked about that briefly, but, we want to delve into this just a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. So let's let's try to tie these things together because we just threw out those bullet points, those those concepts, and said they're all they're all one and the same in a sense. Yeah. And so I want to try to try to paint a picture of why I think that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go through them one by one, and I'll draw out the themes that tie these things together. So video games, um, if we're talking about, let's say a a first person shooter video game, Mm -hmm. or even a Minecraft video, Minecraft world builder survival style game, the, the base principle for these games is that you have problems that you need to solve. Um, whether that's an enemy team that you need to shoot Mm -hmm. or dirt that you need to farm, 
pigs that you need to kill and breed, whatever. Uh, the, the idea is that you have problems you need to solve that lead to results that you mm. want. Um, and that's, that's pretty much just like your career. Yeah. You have problems you need to solve. Right. And if you solve those problems, it leads to results that you want. You get mm. money to, uh, in the short term. You get right. promotions. You advance. You learn mm -hmm. um, so that you're able to solve bigger and more complex problems right. the further along you get on your chosen career path. So the reason that I think video games are, are dangerous and th they are one of the things on this list that I would classify as not a sin but a potential stumbling block and something that you uh, certainly ought to think carefully about spending a lot of time. Yeah, be uh, perceptive. Yeah. So rather than solving real problems when you're playing video games, you're, you're paying somebody to give you manufactured problems mm -hmm. that have no real impact on how you live your life. Right. Um, besides taking some of your actual time away. Um, so you're, you're paying somebody to waste your time and sap your God-given energy of right. solving problems for nothing. Right. Um, and, and that's not to say that video games don't have a place for fellowship mm -hmm. and uh, staying connected socially, especially for people who aren't in the same geographical geographical location right. as you that's a huge blessing to be yeah. able to get on a video call and play play a video game with mm -hmm. a friend but um what do you think about this isaac do you think i'm on the right track is this making sense yeah for sure i think uh to just build on build on what you're just saying um video games are i mean when you narrow it down to just that specifically they're helping you with your problem solving skills mm -hmm. um yeah, you can make an argument that they are helping, but why don't you just do that in your own life? Yeah. Um, like, it's almost like a cheap way, it's a cheap solution to build those skills when really, if you delve into your career, delve into your studies, delve into your actual friendships, relationships with your family and friends, it, you, you'll realize that all those skills that people like kind of um, towed around as this is why you should play video games is actually out in the the real world in your real life and if you just focus on what those problems are specifically mm. with that one sibling you don't get along with that goes a much longer way than saying hey i had 10 kills in this first person shooter game right um so they're just the um, that's an interesting tack yeah if i can just jump Go in there because yeah. i i hadn't even thought of that thinking of video games as a way to practice problem right. solving and i would say that uh as as a by way of response to that, the only way that that argument makes sense is if you're afraid of failing in real life. Yes. Yeah. Um, because right. sure, then you can then you practice in a virtual realm mm -hmm. and you get this false sense of satisfaction yes. for solving a problem that yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, and all that does is sap your energy for solving real problems, mm -hmm. and it gives you an excuse. It gives you this uh, short-term rush of mm. I just I just did this thing yeah. when you actually did nothing mm. and then you instead of actually doing something important yeah it it kind of flips this switch in your brain that you right. think okay I, I accomplished my thing right I did I did a thing therefore I don't have to do other things do other things I can yeah. keep sitting in the basement eating potato chips and right watching video games 
or playing video games. Well, some, <laughs> some people do watch video games. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, so does that make sense? Yes. Like it's no, no, no. I mean, that's that's where I was trying to go. Okay. So I'm glad you you got there faster. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because fear of failure is a whole another topic is. of discussion. It is, and I think it drives a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. I think you're right. So we'll we'll go to pornography next because yeah. I think that pornography and video games tie together in more closely some, than you'd think. Yeah. Yeah. Which which is disturbing. Right. Um, but. It's it's in a sense. Uh, I mean, that's why we're having this discussion. Mm-hmm. It's in a sense the the exact same thing, aside from the fact that watching pornography is in itself sinful. Playing video games, I don't think is right. So, with pornography, you're taking uh, the real need and urge mm-hmm. to have a woman that is your own, right? And you are supplanting that desire with watching somebody else get what you want Mm -hmm. and then going away again with that short term rush of of uh, a desire fulfilled Mm -hmm. and no no consequences for your actions um, as in no chance of you having offspring right. <laughs> as a result of your actions. No, no responsibility, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a, a huge aspect yeah. to it. And I think it ties in with with video games as well because you uh, having a hard time articulating this. But when you have sex with your wife, you have that privilege mm-hmm. because you provide for her, you protect her. You lead her, and that's a lot of responsibility to bear. Right. When you watch pornography, you get what you think is the same result. Mm-hmm. Although, if you're halfway uh, alive in terms yeah. of your brain, you know that that's not the case. Right. You get what you think is is the same result without having any of that responsibility. Right. And taking a privilege prior to taking responsibility is uh, it's a massive problem in our culture overall mm-hmm. yeah um, and you could you can see examples of this all throughout culture but I'll try to stay stay on track mm-hmm. um, the bottom line is you're supplanting reality for a false sense of satisfaction Mm -hmm. from something that isn't real and doesn't bear any responsibility consequences or anything of that nature Um, so you're supplanting the gift of God for Mm -hmm. a secular solution that Satan has handed you that's very secondary yeah yeah and I don't know. I'm starting to ramble. So, no, do you no, want to think, jump in here, Isaac? Um, it's just a, a fake sense of um, that. That fake sense of satisfaction they're getting at is really evident um, because it's low stakes, right? Yeah. Like, but we're uh, we're a culture that loves the easy and the fast. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's ranging from how you get your food instead of going to the grocery store and preparing of you know a dish that may take an hour, right? Mm-hmm. We opt for McDonald's, which takes five minutes to drive through. Um, and you may not get your ice cream, right? <laughs> but it, the the thing that 
we're obsessed with is being able to do things at a fast clip and a fast pace. And that can be good to a degree because we're a culture that pushes, or used to be. Mm -hmm. um, but we've left behind the sense of there, there are some things in life that will never change. Yeah. And that building a home from the ground up is a slow build. It doesn't mm -hmm. happen overnight. Yeah. And so that, that um, responsibility scares a lot of young men. And it can do... Uh, it, it's just, when it comes down to it, it's harder than doing what you think is nicer. You know, playing video games. It's, oh, it's really fun. And I get to hang out with my buds. You know, pornography. Oh, it feels nice. <laughs> yeah. But, but there's nothing... like. All the extra, our culture labels it baggage, is actually what brings, makes everything much more fulfilling. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, you're totally right. And, and I mean, one of, the, one of the ways that we can tie these first two items together mm -hmm. is uh, the motivation for choosing uh, pornography over a godly marriage. Right. Or choosing video games over spending time building your career mm -hmm. or pursuing a hobby or yeah. a skill or anything of that nature mm -hmm. where you're solving real problems and making a real impact is again that fear of fear of failure right and fear of being uh being unequal to mm -hmm. whatever task god right. puts in front of you and that's pathetic mm. stop it yeah so yeah. um there there are obviously numerous other aspects that we're not getting into because we're we're trying to hit this surface level right. of uh, numerous different things that provide yeah. false satisfaction. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting into the all of the root issues with right. pornography. That's not what we're here to do yeah. today. That's a whole other conversation. Um, but we, we are here to try to tie together these dots just to start the thought process on uh, how you approach the joys that God has placed before mm -hmm. you, how you approach uh, what tasks right. you have been called to. Right. Um, and, and ultimately, what we're trying to communicate is don't settle for less. Right. Don't, don't be satisfied by nothing when mm -hmm. God has given you the world to take dominion right. over. Right. Right, and that's in every aspect of life. You know, I mean, a guy can work his butt off. Um, you know, we're, we're seeing studies that are showing that people, uh, men ages 25 to 34, there's a higher percentage of men living in the basement of their parents than are married. Wow. And that, that's right in, you know, that's on the upper end of our age group that we target with this podcast. But, uh, you know, they may be thinking, well, I'm just saving up money I'm working my tail off at my job. I may even be succeeding at my job, but there, there. What we're trying to cover with this conversation is a lot of different aspects of your life, and God doesn't say, "Okay, you can work hard and you can um, have one good hobby, and the rest is up to you." Like you can, you know, if you're busting your butt in two of the five areas of your life, well, that's good enough for me. Yeah. No, He calls and redeems your entire life. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes down, is video games the right hobby to pursue? If right. you maybe have a friend that needs to talk to you and you've been putting off a conversation with that friend for two weeks. Yeah. You know, just thinking of every aspect of your life and taking dominion of that first, 
before you start thinking, oh, I'm a world conqueror because, you know, I, I dominated this first-person shooter game. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a tough concept to, yeah. to tackle in practice. Oh, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Because I don't want to communicate that leisure time is wrong. Mm-hmm. But what we do want to communicate is all of Christ for all of life. Right, right. Um, so every moment of your life ought to be furthering God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. Should that be is, accounted for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is what we're called to, first and foremost. So um, it's, it's certainly the case that the secular culture has built systems to... Um, I guess the best way to put it is keep keep people satisfied mm-hmm. uh, and keep them satiated without them ever feeling the urge to rock the boat. Yeah, and it's it's men men who are not satisfied, and I don't mean that in in the sense of being discontent. Mm-hmm. You ought to always be content right, in, right. in all circumstances. But balance there. You, you ought to be dissatisfied with the state of uh, your, your family, your church, your community, your country, and you ought to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ought to uh, further God's kingdom in it because you will never achieve perfection. Oh, yeah. So you ought always to be dissatisfied with... Uh, every aspect of your life in a sense. And yeah. again, I, I want to emphasize here, I'm not advocating for being discontent. I'm advocating for constant improvement. And if you're being uh, satiated by a false sense of uh, accomplishment, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's through social media or uh, pornography, video games, whatever the case yeah. may be, you're not going to have that urge, that that natural urge that God has built into man will be completely quelled. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't want that. Yeah. We don't want weak, flabby-handed men. Mm-hmm. We want men who are, who are out-changing the world. Right. That's, that's what we're called yeah. to do. And the tougher your life is, <laughs> the more responsibility you have the more, the more joy God piles onto your plate. Yeah. Um, and so I, I want to tie this into a couple other things because we, I, I feel like I've gotten a bit off track. So we mentioned at the beginning things like uh, social media, certain aspects of social media, mm-hmm. and political and advertising emails. Right. So I'll talk about political and advertising yeah, meals because that seems like we're I'm kind of going way off the rails. Hmm. But I think I'm on to something here. So I don't know if any of you have ever received, let's say, an email from a presidential candidate. I try to stay off those lists for the most part. But yeah. um, occasionally you get them and they address you. Obviously, it's a, a bulk email right. that... Um, just fills your name automatically. Yeah, auto auto mm-hmm. fills your name and all this kind of stuff. But this computer program that sends out all these emails um, addresses you in a fashion as if Joe Biden is speaking to you personally. Right. 
and sniffing it you says personally. Sn- sniffing <laughs> you personally. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you have that in the show notes, so I was just I'm just going and shooting from the hip. <laughs> um I totally lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, so Joe Biden is sending personal emails to you. Personally sniffing you. Um, The email will say something like, Dear Kip, I haven't heard from you in a while. What? Is that Dove? What is Dove? That's the shampoo that you'd put in your hair, hypothetically. It didn't land. That joke didn't land. Please keep going. (laughs) Please, we don't have to linger on this one. Okay, well, it's funny after you explained it, but I will move on. Um, so the email will say, say something like, Dear Kip, I haven't heard from you in a while. By the way, here's a link to donate $5. <laughs> um, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> I've had so many of those emails. <laughs> but it it's kind of disturbing because... As as easy it is as it is to talk about it and laugh about it, they they still send those emails for a reason. They obviously work, mm. right? So, and you you get the similar sorts of things in advertising emails. Yeah. I can't can't think of a specific example off yeah. the top of my head, but um, well, Apple Apple. You know, like when I got my first iPhone or whatever, they started just zapping me with like, oh, this is the new iPhone tech that's come out. Um, and this is why it's going to make this generation greater, um, mm. or like the next Apple conference, you know, and why you should be there. Yeah, is that kind of what you're getting at? Well, I'm trying to get at specifically um, the fact that these that style of political email is trying to uh, mimic a personal interaction. Mm-hmm. So it's and that's that ties back into our how postmodernism is built on just total false satisfaction, mm. false reality. Yeah. And so uh, when you get this political email, obviously Joe Biden didn't write it to you. Right. But they it's written in a way that makes you feel like uh, somebody's having a personal conversation yeah. with you and is actually disappointed that you haven't sent them an email in a while. Mm. Um, or, or <laughs> donated money. Um, and so, is that making sense? Yeah, I okay. think so. Curious so, where you're going with this. I, I'm basically just going, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. It's just a weird concept that I've yeah. been thinking about. So, ultimately, it just ties back into the fact that um, it's easy to not think about this kind of thing. Hmm. Um, and there are, there are hundreds of examples of, of this type of thing that we could spend hours talking about. Yeah. But I just want to plant the seed of are you are you aware of what is real? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you That's are you good. paying attention? Yeah. Are your eyes open? Are you are you thinking about um, whether the the things that you are accomplishing are um have any lasting impact right. and by lasting impact obviously everything is everything is a mist mm-hmm. you are and soon I'll be dead and nobody will remember me but we live in 
a world that God has created that everything we do is is for his glory. Mm. And so in a sense, yes, everything is a mist, but there is true joy and there's true accomplishment yeah. in that. Right. And Ecclesiastes makes this very clear. Mm-hmm. So if anything, all I'm saying is go read Ecclesiastes. <laughs> right, right. It's always a good default. <laughs> because there's there is a there is a mist, there is a vanity that mm-hmm. is still worth right. expending your energy on. Right. But don't don't let secular uh, cultures mist fool you. Mm. Don't let it draw you in. Don't let it deceive you. Oh it's not even yeah. mist. Right. It's nothing. Right. It's just a black hole. Mm-hmm. Um, am I tying this together? This yeah, you are. Sense? No, no, okay. it's coming together. You know, just being crafty as serpents and not uh, just accepting everything blindly. Uh, I, I think that that's one of the things, not to bring it back to my show, but on the news brief, we do have a segment where we talk about this is the slant in this article, right? Mm-hmm. This is the this is the angle at, that it's coming from, and it doesn't want you to know that. Like, it actually mm-hmm. wants you to just, like, they'll throw an adjective in front of such and such political commentator. Like, there's one ad uh, about Tucker Carlson. Okay. And the way they painted him, like, a, a picture of him was very negative, but it didn't come out and say, we hate Tucker Carlson, right? right? Um, and, and then you read more into the article, and you're like, oh, wow, a few paragraphs in, here's another little jab at him. But if you're not aware that this is from the Washington Post, then you might think, oh, this is uh, a very factual uh, presentation of right. what Tucker's you know, um, interaction was in mm-hmm. this situation. Um, and so that's the thing that we're trying to highlight over there, and I love what you're talking about here is just that email you get from Donald Trump or from Hillary Clinton or from mm-hmm. uh, Joe Biden. That doesn't mean you are best friends with them. It means that they're out to try to get your vote. Yeah. Right? And that, that doesn't mean what, uh, if you eventually vote for them, that's, that's not an evil thing, depending right. on who you vote for. But, <laughs> but it, is, it is one thing to do so knowledgeably mm-hmm. and if you are doing it knowingly, that is much different than oh, I, I unwittingly walked into a trap, right? Right. If you if you are if you start building that perception and that ability to see through the lies and the fog that mm-hmm. they might be pumping at you, you're going to be able to avoid a lot of hurt and a lot of disappointment in mm-hmm. yourself, right? And that goes back to video games and pornography. If you are just honest with yourself and you realize what you're doing, you can recalibrate what you need to recalibrate mm-hmm. and get back out there and actually be an effective soldier for the kingdom of Christ. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give one practical and disturbing example that I think highlights um, what you're trying to communicate and what I think this whole, what this whole discussion is trying to get mm-hmm. at. So during the Six-Day War, when Israel was attacked by pretty much every surrounding mm-hmm. Arab nation... Um, one of the reasons that the Israeli army so effectively conquered all of its attackers was that whenever they took back an area or or conquered an area, whenever they pushed forward, they would immediately start broadcasting pornography 
through the radio, TV. Mm. They would hijack every single huh. uh, radio and television channel and just start playing pornography on it. And the reason behind that was to basically make the men in that area useless. Mm. And it worked. Mm. Um, and that's exactly what's happening wow. to American yeah. culture. Men yeah. are becoming useless spineless yeah because they are constantly uh pumped full of false satisfaction mm. to mm. the point of rampant obesity yeah. they're just blown up like a balloon yeah and they have no nothing left to give the world yeah because they've been they've been satiated by mm. uh by lies yeah by by things that carry no weight and that's not a place you want to be in i agree that's that's not the man you want to be mm -hmm. you don't want to be the useless lump yeah so yeah. so don't let satan's lies satisfy you don't settle for less than god's promises mm. don't go through your life being okay with nothing. Yeah. Um, you've been created for more than that. Amen. You've been created to glorify God, so mm. do it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to add there, Isaac? No, it's, I, I thought that was a good analogy, and, and you tied it up really well. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think we're going to end it off there. I think we've, yeah. think we've tied these things together. I think so. Um, hopefully this made sense. Um, we'd love to hear what you guys think For about sure. this, but so hop on the discord and yeah. send us a message or absolutely or whatever you want to do. Um, if you've listened to us for this long, we do hope you enjoy what we've had to say. Mm -hmm. Hope it, uh, sparks some thought trains in your own mind. Yeah. And, um, yeah. If you have enjoyed it, Please share the show with your friends. Mm -hmm. Give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts, as Isaac was, was mentioning. And uh, we hope to see you next week on The Straight and the Narrow. With that, for The Cut and the Dry on TLG Radio, this is Kip and Isaac signing off. <laughs>